Did you enjoy the power of splurge shopping this holiday season? As we celebrate e-commerce sales jumping over 61%, an Amazon seller like you should be prepared to deal with holiday gift returns. Last year, 10.6% of holiday gifts, about $428 billion US dollars in value, were returned. This year, it is predicted that two out of every three customers will return at least one gift. In this episode, we'll give you some practical tips from proven Amazon sellers of what to do when you get refunds and how to prevent them as well. We'll also be sharing a step-by-step guide on how to analyze your profit and loss statement and calculate refund and return costs so you can first identify the impacts of return products before you set out a plan to tackle them. Check it out. Welcome to the next Amazon Top Seller Podcast. Stay updated with the latest Amazon news and learn the nitty gritty of selling on Amazon through BeCool's ears of expertise in the Amazon world. I'm Samuel and I am the host of this podcast brought to you by the fantastic Amazon experts in BeCool. Let's start our journey to become the next Amazon Top Seller. So I was just talking with a lot of large Amazon sellers, some of them eight-figure Amazon sellers, and they gave me some important, valuable tips, uh, which I find is so crucial to share with everyone before we go deep into the loss, profit and loss statement. And the first tip they gave me is, you know, you have to inspect the merchandise. You have to inspect the condition. Sometimes you're not sure if it's damaged. The important thing is you want to know if it's still sellable. Uh, so that's what happens. Like, you know, the whole process is, You know, the customer, if you're doing FBA, they'll return it to Amazon. If you're doing FBM, they'll return it to you. And then oftentimes, uh, you'll have to cover the shipping uh, for most of the times. And then then once it gets to Amazon, you know, it could either, you you could either dispose the product, you could uh, either uh, donate it, um, or you could, or Amazon determine if it's resellable or not. Uh, And in some cases, if you're, if they think it is a product that you should be thrown away and it's not sellable, you can ask them to send it back to you so that you can inspect it to make sure, especially when customers, you know, say that the product is defect. And the important thing is to know, you know, the difference between FBA returns and FBM returns is for FBA returns, it's a lot more likely you can get a negative feedback reversed. Okay. So that's something to keep in mind when you are, uh, doing, you know, FBA or FBM returns. If the customer uh, for FBA return is not being reasonable, uh, then you have a higher chance of getting their negative feedback uh, or their threats that they give you. You're able to reverse that. Yeah. Tip number two, you know, how do you prevent even the return and refunds, right? Uh, it's really important. Let's say I get the product back and um, I sold it as a completely new product. But when I came back, you know, it's been opened. For example, I'm selling a razor mouse and uh, the, the label, the sticker has been taken out of the, the cover. And then so when I resell it again, it's still deemed sellable. I need to make it as uh, almost new or I, I can't put it as brand new condition because that uh, is going to be a good reason for people to, to return and refund the product. So the description that you write on the Amazon listing, it really needs to match the product and the quality really need to match the quality that you have the product in. So the important thing is for your listing description, it really to match 
the quality and the words you use to, you know, they need really to need to match the product that you're selling. So if the item is not really new, if it's used, then you need to put it as that condition. And also you need to have the correct photos. Yeah. And the coloring, you know, it, it can't be so photoshopped that when the customer gets it, they're going to be really disappointed. And an example of that is let's say something, it's just gray plastic, but then you photoshop it. So it look like it's aluminum or it's chrome because you want to get more sales. Uh, and, and that's happened before. And also one thing to keep in mind is you want to have some instructions in there. For example, you're doing a foldable chair. You want to put in the step-by-step uh, instruction DIY in there, uh, the manual in there. So it's a lot easier for people when they get the chair to, to uh, install it. The third tip is if you're a seller and you really feel unhappy and uncomfortable uh, with a return and a refund that somebody has done, then you should, re- you should actually dispute it. And the reason for that is because, you know, when you dispute, there's some bad actors, you know, it, who, who just return, they're using the product, they return it for a little bit, and then they, they, they send it back. There's actually a special term for that, uh, for this type of people. Like, uh, even they wear the clothes, and then they just return the product after wearing the clothes, uh, finding whatever reason they have. Well, you know, you want to get those bad actors out, right? And then, so, you know, they might get away with it one time or two times. But, you know, make sure to dispute it, always dispute it, and make sure to let Amazon know. This way, they cannot continue to act in bad faith uh, to other Amazon sellers. But, you know, do that with a grain of salt. If you're FBM, selling FBM, then it's a lot harder for you to reverse negative feedback. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Now, I want to share with you how to calculate the refinery turn costs step by step. And all of this information, you know, I'm actually pulling this out uh, from the payment settlement um, area in your Seller Central. So with the holiday shopping season coming to an end, you're probably going to deal with some return and refunds uh, in Q1 next year. No one likes to see the losses in businesses, but returns and refunds are unavoidable as tax. The best way to minimize the impact of returns and refunds is to understand their associated hidden costs and how they may affect your business revenue. For this reason, we have some great tips to help you analyze the data from your profit and loss statement and explain to you what fees, taxes, and costs you must include into your cost calculations so that you would know the hidden costs that are eating away your profits. So I'm going to walk through the refund and return cost calculation one step at a time to teach you how to quickly calculate all the costs on a spreadsheet like a professional. And here's a tip for everybody. Okay, if you're starting new, uh, it's really important to get a good accountant when you're starting your business because uh, even though it might be expensive, but later on, it's going to come back to you. So if you're you know, building your business at some point, it's important to get an accountant. Right? But for the time being, for the time being, you know, you need to be the accountant and you need to use spreadsheets uh, to calculate all your profit and losses to make sure that you're being profitable. So every Amazon seller should have a detailed record of their costs. There are a lot of different values that you need to consider in your calculation. There's a logic that everyone should understand is that when you calculate the profit, the sales made for that item, you know, is a positive value and the costs associated with the sales Uh, For example, tax shipping will be a negative value. However, those values would be in reverse when you calculate refund and returns. To calculate your refund and return costs, 
you will need to extract some data from your profit and loss statement. And of course, you can find this in payment and settlement uh, on your Amazon Seller Central account. So these 16 values will help you work out the total costs of refund and return. So here's the golden formula. The total cost of refund and return equals to the following. First is the refund item price. Second is your tax. Third is the shipping. Fourth is the shipping tax. Fifth is the shipping chargeback. Sixth is the return shipping. Seventh is the FBA customer return per unit fee. Eighth is the commission. Nine is the refund commission. Tenth is the refund promotion. Eleven is goodwill. Twelfth is restocking fee. Thirteenth is low value goods tax. Fourteen is the marketplace facilitator tax, which has three parts. Fifteen is the sales tax service fee. Sixteen is the export charge. Now, all this might sound very complicated, but we have an ex excellent article with all of these figures in Excel file that you can find in our blog. But we're going to explain each of the terminology of each value for you in the following. So for the first one, the refund item price, what exactly is that? Well, that's the amount that the seller refunded to the customer for an item. The second one is the tax. Tax is calculated by adding up tax plus retro charges, uh, example, partial refund, uh, plus shipping tax. The tax is a basic tax that applies to all goods. Then the amount could vary according to the place, state, or country, and the category of the goods, uh, such as food or clothes or other categories. Third is the shipping costs. This is the amount that the seller refunded to the customer for shipping back the item to the warehouse. Fourth is the shipping tax. This is the amount based on the shipping amount that was refunded to the customer. Fifth is the shipping chargeback. This is the amount that Amazon refunded to the sellers for shipping. This amount is a refund. Six is the return shipping. This is the amount given to the buyer to compensate them for shipping the item back to Amazon in the event Amazon is at fault. Seventh is the FBA customer return per unit fee. The return processing fee only works as a reference for apparel, jewelry, sunglasses, watches, handbag and luggage, shoe categories. Eighth, commissions, or otherwise known as Amazon referral fees. The referral fee is a fee Amazon charges every time you sell a product. It is a percentage of the total sales price and is usually 15% depending on the category. The percentage varies based on the product category and can go as low as 8% for, let's say, computers. And it could go as high as 45% for Amazon device accessories. Ninth, the refund commission, or also known as the refund administration fee. This fee is related to the administrative handling. When a refund is issued, the fee charge against the original fee amount is refunded. Tenth is the refund promotion. It is a return calculated on a discounted amount. So the refund promotion is calculated by adding up the promotion principal uh, also, the promotion shipping plus the promotional tax discount. Eleventh, it's goodwill. This amount is based on concessions. This is when you as a seller can decide to give extra compensation to the customer in case the buying experience has generated a lot of pain for the customer. 
12th, restocking fee. This is the amount that Amazon charges the buyer when returning a product in certain categories. Amazon might charge customers a restocking fee for returns that are not eligible for a full refund. Amazon reports this adjustment to the customer's refund as a seller credit. 13th is low-valued goods tax. This tax is collected when customer's value is equal to or less than a certain amount. 14th is the marketplace facilitator tax. It is a tax collected by Amazon on your behalf and then remitted to the state. Marketplace facilitator tax is divided into three parts for calculation, including principal, shipping, and restocking fee. So the marketplace facilitator tax has three parts. The first part is the principal, and that's the tax that's withheld by Amazon on the principal amount. The second part is the shipping, uh, and that's the tax withheld by Amazon on the shipping charge. And the third is the restocking fee, which is the tax withheld by Amazon on restocking fees. Keep in mind that all selling transactions are contracts even if there are no explanations. When you sell something and the customer buy, they agree with you and Amazon on purchase terms. We calculate the marketplace facilitator tax by adding up the tax principal, uh, the tax shipping, plus the tax restocking. 15th, sales tax service fees. If you use the tax calculation service, you will pay Amazon 2.9% of all sales and use taxes and other transaction-based charges. These fees will be retained in the event of any refund on related transactions. Finally, the last value is export charges or export duty. The export duty that is charged when Amazon ships an item to an international destination as part of the Amazon Global Program. Once you extracted all the data from your profit and loss statement, you can add and subtract the values in an Excel spreadsheet to work out the total cost. So you can take a lot of time, you know, pasting and copying um, into this Excel sheet from your Amazon Seller Central reports. Or if you do not want to deal with the calculations yourself, we suggest you to utilize a tool like Big Central to help you analyze the return and refunds items. So it's a lot easier, a lot faster, because we pull all of that valuable data that you need right into our Big Central Profit Dashboard. To summarize, Bequals Big Central helps you identify products with a high return rate faster. You can identify issues with the products from the review and customer tickets. Then you can prepare a strategy based on the information you have collected and make improvements to your product. You might need to inform your supplier if the problem is related to a malfunction or if there's defects in the product. And you could actually get money back from your suppliers as well. Of course, numerous reasons could lead to returns. The important thing is we understand the impact, control the impact, and improve our business performance. Most likely, when you open a dispute, you might, you'll probably lose when you try to recover some of the money. But the important thing for you, the two tips, you know, we want to have you take away from this entire podcast is you want to try to get some money back. You want to try to sell all the items to have items that are still sellable for the return items. And second, you want to let Amazon know who are those bad actors who are refunding products when the products are perfectly fine. And this way, Amazon will tag them. So Amazon will know who those people are to prevent them from doing that again to other people. If you're interested in reading the calculation formula yourself, please find the link to our blog piece in our show notes. If you don't want to do the calculation yourself, sign up to Big Central for a 14-day free trial. 
For more Amazon knowledge and tips, remember to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. We're Be Cool. We keep innovating to help you stay cool with your Amazon business. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to stay connected with our weekly new episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, or any other streaming platform you prefer. Let's continue our journey to become the next Amazon top seller.